everyone, and welcome to another Entrenched Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about defeating my worst enemy, me. I've actually tried to record this podcast three or four times now, and I keep ending up really frustrated. So I delete what I recorded and I post again. I guess I just feel really rusty because I haven't posted in quite some time. And the reason for that is, well, me. It's kind of why I titled this podcast Defeating My Own Worst Enemy. I've had a lot of demons plaguing my mind. And as I reflected on what I wanted to talk about, I, something that I found in life is when I share my heart and share my soul with people, that usually is what brings me the best results. It's usually what benefits myself and the person I'm talking to the most because when someone sees and and hears that you're being honest and transparent and most importantly, vulnerable, it pulls them in. It causes them to take a moment to actually listen because we're full of of a world with so much noise right now. I mean, every day just... A lot of it's social media, advertisements, TV, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. And there's just a million different stories and voices. But when you're listening to someone's voice in a long form format, like a podcast, and you can hear the the sincerity and the honesty and, and the vulnerability, I, I would like to believe there's there's still something special to that and there's still something worthwhile in that. I haven't posted because I've, I've been afraid to, to talk alone. Um, I've been afraid that what I think isn't enough, that I'm just not interesting enough in, in and of who I am. I'm actually pretty proud of this podcast and where it's gotten so far. I currently have over a thousand downloads with um, 10 episodes or less. I've, I've gotten some really positive feedback from some of my friends. They've told me they really enjoy it. They want me to post more and it's really meant the world to me. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't start this podcast because I thought I would be the next Joe Rogan just with millions of people clamoring to listen. But I did hope that I could accumulate a following of people who en- enjoyed listening to me sharing the thoughts that I have that are maybe not so common. The reason it's called digging our way out of mediocre mindsets is I feel like society is stuck in a rut, stuck in a certain way of thinking and accepting, and people don't really take the time to deeply contemplate the truths around them. And I know I kind of put a Christian tilt on my podcast, but I believe it falls on both ends of the spectrums. Many times I'm unsatisfied when I ask my fellow Christians, you know, why are you a Christian? Their answer many times is disappointing. And on the other end of the spectrum, if if I ask someone, you know, well, why don't you believe there's a God? Their answer is usually disappointing. People just don't seem to give much 
deep thought anymore to the things that really matter in life. And that was why I started this podcast in the first place. But but that fear is, has kept me from, I guess, continually posting regularly because I just can't have guests on here all the time. I'm not some big star, some multi-million dollar um, franchise. I'm just a man in the world sharing my thoughts. So it's hard to get friends to take time from their busy lives to actually come on here. And I've been fearful that if I just talk myself that it won't be enough and that people will stop listening. And, you know, Maybe that's so. Maybe you're already bored and tuning out, but I would hope that maybe my honesty would would keep you around. Maybe it'd be refreshing to to listen to someone who is thoughtful and thankful for the opportunity to to just take a moment out of his day to to share what he thinks about the world. It's troubling to me a lot of the things that that we're seeing that are so commonly accepted. For example, take the current, um, I guess, canceling trend that's going on is uh, the Mandalorian star. She was removed for her Twitter post. I don't know all the specifics. I actually don't know exactly what she posted, but I do know it was drawing a similarity between the way that uh, the Nazis kind of uh, the way the Germans censored their culture, where only the truth that the government decided was right was the one that was allowed to be shared, and then anything else was canceled. And oddly enough, when she shared that, she was canceled. So it was almost like her being canceled validated her point. She She said, hey, you know, our society is looking a lot like this other society in the past where if you disagreed with what was accepted, you weren't allowed to have a voice. And because she disagreed with what is currently accepted, she is no longer allowed to have a voice by the mainstream media. So to me, that was ironic and and very interesting. And, you know, maybe I haven't dug deeply into it. I've heard that she shared some other... um, unwholesome tweets in the past and that could potentially be true like i said i haven't i haven't dug that much into it but pulling this one situation and looking at it on its own it's deeply troubling that this is where we have arrived as a society where when someone just shares a thought or idea that they had they lose their career for it what a shame because you see for a while i thought we were uh a society that calls for tolerance. In fact, I would say everyone would agree that that's been a theme over the past, you know, uh, seven, eight years. You know, tolerance, tolerance. We need, we need to, we need to be tolerant of other people's perspectives and beliefs. But it seems we're we're only called to be tolerant of the agenda, the mainstream media, and what what they consider should be tolerated and everything else needs to be pushed aside and ostracized and condemned. That doesn't feel very tolerant to me. Shouldn't a tolerant society actually embrace discord? Shouldn't a tolerant society actually push to have people disagree with each other because that disagreement will further illuminate what's really true rather than just shutting down anything that challenges what we believe? 
Is really shutting down something that challenges what you believe healthy? Is that really going to push you to to be a better person and to have a deeper understanding of the life and the world around you? Do you really want to be part of a society that says it's tolerant and yet refuses to tolerate anything that doesn't align with its agenda? Does that is that something that seems healthy, that seems good? I don't know. It, it's troubling to me. It's, it's, it's thought-provoking to me. So as I've been been thinking through these things and and my stance on them and whether I should or shouldn't post another podcast, it, it kind of had me reflecting on a story from a while back ago. Um, I used to work at Publix and a friend of mine asked me, she said, Sam, uh, what's the one thing that you fear in life? She loved to ask thoughtful questions like that and I, I loved her for it and I thought about it for, for a good second, but it kind of hit me in the moment. I was like, oh, crap. The one thing I fear in life is me and my inability to be everything that I could be. My inability to actually make the best podcast I can make, to make the best videos I can make, to be the highest performing worker that I can be. Because it dawned on me in that moment that I'm the only person stopping myself from being the best version of me. As I look and as I think about that, it causes me to think, well, how do you stop yourself from being your own worst enemy? And I think the the answer to that is humility. I think you have to be very humble in the way that you approach your life and you have to be willing to admit that you're wrong. And when I think about our society and I think about the current trends that we're seeing, I, I don't see a society that that is very humble. I see a very arrogant society. I, I see a, a large group of people who would rather claim they are right than take a moment to consider, what if I'm wrong? I think the problem is with, with the dawn of the internet, it's it's easy to look up quick and easy facts and then have people spoon feed you ideas rather than thoughtfully consider what is true and what is right. We have this society of like catchphrases that allows us to, to make arguments that seem seem noble, but if you dig a little deeper, maybe they're troubling. For example, uh, you could say, uh, you know, my body, my choice when it comes to abortion. That's true. It is the woman's body and it is her choice. But then you could also flip the coin and say, well, what if that is a human life and what if they're not allowed to make a choice? Isn't that concerning? But if I dare say that, even if I just take a moment to challenge it, to maybe just push back a little bit on the narrative and say, have we really taken a moment to to consider the ramifications of that? The, the morality of that? Then I'm suddenly the, the bad guy. I'm the misogynist who hates women and that couldn't be further from the truth. I want women to have complete control over the choices that are made with their body. 
in that same token, uh, I want the child to not have its life taken from it before it has a choice to, to decide what it wants. Those things are just troubling and deeply unsettling to me. So, you have to defeat your own worst enemy, yourself. And to do that, you have to have humility. And we have a society of extremely arrogant, unthoughtful individuals who aren't willing to say, I, I'm wrong. And the problem with that is, in order to know you're wrong, you have to have a trusted friend who can call you out, tell you that you're wrong. And in society's current cancel culture, you cut out the toxic people in your life. And don't get me wrong, there are some people who are toxic that you should come out, cut out from your life. But how do you define what a toxic person is? Is it someone who calls you on your bullshit? Is it someone who won't tolerate you when you're being insufferable? Is it someone who tells you that you're wrong when you are? Is that toxic for you? I would say that's good. In fact, there's even scriptures that refer to it and they say, you know, uh, essentially the harmful words of a friend are far more valuable than the loving words of an enemy. So in order for you to defeat your worst enemy, which is you, in order for me to defeat my worst enemy, which is me, we have to be humble. We have to surround ourselves with people who have different perspectives than us. And we have to allow them to challenge us and we have to thoughtfully think through those challenges. And I'm sorry, but you need to write your thoughts down, whether you like writing, whether you don't. I hate writing, but but I've started writing the last couple of years because I realized in order to gather myself, in order to fully understand what I was thinking and why, I needed to get it out on paper. It's important. It's vital. We are in a society that is changing at a pace faster than we can even comprehend. Societal change is rapidly coming, and there's not much you can do to stop it. But what you do need to do is thoughtfully consider what is right and what is wrong. And you need to do so with humility, with a group of friends that will seek to make you a better person. And you need to give yourself the time that you need to properly think through it from all sides, from all arguments. See, for me, the challenge is living in a world that is wrong with a God that is right. You see, I believe many of the things that are happening in the world are wrong. And I believe that there is a better, more excellent way for us to conduct and live our lives. So how do you reconcile those two? You know what the right way is. I don't believe I should force it on people. I don't even believe many times that it's morally right for me to make laws forcing my religious perspective on those around me. But how do you live in a world that is increasingly moving away from solid moral beliefs and truths? 
We have to become a light in this increasingly dark world. We must. Our decaying culture is a direct reflection of poor and arrogant leadership. Love Donald Trump or hate him. Maybe his policies improved our economy. Wonderful argument for that. But his arrogance has caused havoc on our society. And now we have two sides of the realm that are more arrogant and more cocky than ever before. Refusing to find middle ground. Refusing to find agreement. It's either my way or the highway. And that will ultimately lead to a society that will rip itself apart. So what I'm saying is, while I'm my worst enemy, America is its worst enemy. We are our worst enemy. And the only way to combat that is with humility, is with people and a group of friends that will force and challenge your perspective, and it is with careful consideration of all sides of the argument. So I challenge you today, be humble, be wise. Don't find the the first Google answer as being the one that you think is correct because more than likely, it's wrong. Seek wisdom, seek patience, and seek to listen and be silent in a culture that is increasingly loud and rambunctious and arrogant. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the words I have to say. I hope something spoke to you today. I hope maybe just a piece of it stuck with you and you can use it as you go forward. Please continue to live a life that is exciting, that is awesome. Love those around you. And above all else, seek peace in a world that will forever grow violent. Much love. I'll see you guys next time.